This episode is brought to you by Self Ceremony, a self-care brand that celebrates putting aside time to honor yourself and celebrate the self-ceremonies we all need in our lives. Self-ceremony has some bomb-ass herbal smokes. They have a lot of... uh, Which, by the way, if you don't know what herbal smokes are, they're smokes without cannabis, which I thought was really strange, to be honest, but I've smoked them, and I really enjoy them. Um, they have, I know they have one that's like calm. They're all kind of... Have they all have different uses. They uh, also have crystal dildos or crystal pleasure tools. Mm-hmm. Wands. 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 Pleasure wands. Um, which I have a rose quartz one, and I've been using that along with my yoni egg, which has been an interesting exploration. Um, and I think what, what's really cool about the wands is each of them has different uh, healing... Uh, aids, so they do different things. If you align yourself, they also have a oh, a gua sha tool. Have you ever used those? It's oh, like the oh, ones the where wood. Like, no, no, it's not wood. It's like jade, and you use it to like you massage your face, and it brings circulation back into your skin, and it encourages like circulation and youth and really just like honestly, I use it right here. Oh yeah, right here, like I, on my I, like on my like that jaw, bitch. We I clench my jaw so much. Oh. Ask anyone. People are always like, bitch. Why are you clenching your jaw? But with the gua sha tool, it feels like it helps kind of like break really, down yeah. that pressure. Yeah. Because I, I also um, like run my teeth at night. Mm-hmm. Um, also, what I, I really enjoy from self-ceremony is that uh, they have crystal pipes. Yes, I know. And they're really beautiful. Yeah. Basically, they're bomb. Go check them out. Selfceremony.com. And let them know Good Mom sent you. back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hope you guys are having a wonderful week. Hope you guys set your intentions for the week. Hope you guys have been working on that manifestation, man, woman, whatever the fuck you want list. Partner manifestation. I worked on mine on Halloween, which I don't know why. I just like, I came home. I had such like a crazy Halloween with Irie, like going to like 104 different events. And at one point, I was like, I like was like, don't you want to leave? I'm like, we can go home. We can like cuddle. We can eat your candy. And like, I really sold it on to her. And she was like, yeah, I do. I was like, fuck, thank God. You left. Oh, that was, you left the thing early. Yeah. And so we came back and we were chilling. I was in my robe and I was like, you know what? I need to go ahead and really focus on that list and make that goddamn list. And. Once I started, girl, I couldn't stop. Did you just see the? Did you see my list? It was like two pages long. Wait, is when I was did, did you post it? I did. Yeah. Was that yours? That you yeah. Posted? I thought it was somebody else's. I um, I've screenshotted all the ones people have shown us to, for reference. I haven't done it, but I think I need to do it more than ever. <laughs> um. <laughs> By the way, uh, my best friend Sebastian is sitting in on this episode. What's up, you guys? Rolling as joints. So if you he hear a this. wheezing man in the background, <laughs> that's him. I do have an asthmatic you laugh. Yeah, you do. <laughs> 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 
That's what it sounds like. You know what? I didn't really I'm know what, the, what you meant by the wheezing. But, but now you're here, right? I, like, I, it's because, I don't know why it's there. It's just, it's uh, there. Um, but, uh, yeah, that what meant. was I going to say? Oh, that, so that lit. So I, I just had time and I was like, you know, when I, it's so important to write it down because I really had to think about every, I was like, don't miss, miss a, a thing. Because that's my be other. Be specific. Like my mom said, enough. be specific. Yeah, so I was being hella specific, and I got a few more to add to the list after this she week. Said, this, at this hour, this week, this second. <laughs> after yeah. yesterday, I got a few to add to that list. <laughs> I need to be even more specific. And you know, you I don't I feel like it's a list you can keep adding to. You can take things away too because I think there's times when you encounter the things you think you want, and then you see them, and you're like, you know, actually, I don't really need that. I know somebody. Uh, I reposted somebody's list, and somebody else was like. She wants a robot. So I went to re-reference the list. I, said, I was like, this bitch doesn't know her self-worth. No, bitch. She knows what she wants. Yeah, she knows exactly what <laughs> she said, wants. no, this is not a robot. This seems about fair. <laughs> right. You could add 20 more things. Yeah. Fuck that shit. It's going to be specific. And I think it's not so much like looks and perfection as it is just specifics. That shit is important. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm actually, like, thinking about the list that I'm creating in my mind. I'm actually grateful for the fucked up relationships that I've had and the people I've had because that's how I'm going to know what to put on this list specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Speaking of which, oh, wait, we, ha- we, we haven't talked in a while, actually, since before my birthday trip. Oh, we haven't. We haven't. Yeah, my birthday trip was wonderful oh, yeah. thanks for asking <laughs> why don't you recap that a bit oh you know i just made a lot of really great decisions for myself <laughs> it was all about everything i wanted to do and i did that i may have fell in love in tulum i'm um <laughs> have you talked to him every day <laughs> we're in love. every day we're in love. <laughs> what are we gonna call him tulum bay tulum bay yeah Tulumbe. It almost sounds African. Tulumbe. He is African. I know. Tulumbe. I found another African. He's from a different region. No more Nigerians. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, I just, I, I had a great time. Like, I had such a good time with my friends. You know, I had a lot of self-realizations out there. Um, like, moments of, like, you know what, I'm not, I don't, I realized, like I said, I think before this episode, like, when we were, when we recorded our last episode, that my year of thirty two for me really felt like years of like trusting my instincts and my gut and like not questioning myself when I know I feel something. So I was on the beaches of Tulum, <laughs> and I I suddenly like remembered that I had this audition that I was supposed to send a self tape for, and it was like a really big audition. And I've been like battling with this back and forth for a while because I've been acting pretty much my whole life on and off. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Like, this doesn't make me happy. Like, I hate auditioning. I'm done with auditioning. <laughs> and my friend was like, what? You're done? And I'm like, yeah. And I came back to LA and I fired everyone. <laughs> and I, not fired, but I told them like, you know what? I'm done. Like, I just need a break. But it might be not be a break. It might be an extended break. So I feel like I've already started to start to cut the things off of Trim the fat for 32. And then I also, we ended, me and my girl ended up, um, we, we were on this boat all night, all day, and may or may not have, you know, been partaking in party things. <laughs> um, and then 
we got back to the crib and everyone was so fucking tired. But I was like, no, we're not. But this is not ending. So I got my friend dressed, literally physically put her clothes on, did her makeup. We went to this party and you did her makeup. Yeah. Like it was like I, <laughs> I literally got her dress. Like, I'm not kidding. Um, but I'm so glad we went because, yeah, I ended up meeting this guy and like we had a really great I had like a Tulum like love affair. It was fucking awesome. It was like Sundance all over again. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna meet up in New York and Oh, you are? Mm-hmm. This trip? And he's younger than me. You know I don't do younger. Oh, I know. Isn't he? He's you know I'm so I discriminate. Young Bay to Lumbe. That's very African. Young Bay to Lumbe. Young Bay to Lumbe. We're just making shit up. <laughs> God, if he ever hears this. Jesus Christ. Um. <coughs> Honestly, you are like vacation scorer, okay? You're like international dating app, out of town luck, okay? You're talking about you're not lucky. You're lucky as fuck. Every time this bitch goes somewhere, she comes back in love. Or she at least has a good date. Somebody, there was a, um, a post. I, I responded. Oh. I responded. You saw that? Yeah. I was like, first, make sure you go to a location where there's probability of meeting a sexy man is high. AKA uh, the islands, Tulum, <laughs> Tulum or Spain. <laughs> but you met? Did you meet somebody in like Europe? And then too? I said, and then I said, musical events or film events, like festivals. Here are the because there's always a mix, mix of, of people, people, you know. True. And then I was like, step two, drink tequila. <laughs> step three, have no inhibitions. The end. <laughs> so because on this trip I had zero inhibitions, I definitely. Um, Indulged for sure in every one. <laughs> <laughs> that was before you got, fell in love. That was before I met my husband. And how, how long were you there? Five days. <laughs> so I got, was a hoe, I got straight to fell work. Fell in love. <laughs> was a hoe, fell in love and married. <laughs> I got straight to work. And then I found my husband because I manifested him. Because she had no inhibitions. See, ladies, what happens when you have no inhibitions? I mean, he does check off on a few of the things that I had on the list. So, but it's to be seen in the rest. He's going to come to New York. Yeah. Because he's in D.C. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, when I go to New York, you know what I'm doing? What are you doing? I'm resetting my hinge location, okay? You do need to I'm do gonna, that. Shh, shh. Mm-hmm. Mama's in town. Turn that <laughs> shit on. I'm shh, shh. Hinge is so whack. I just got a message from someone from Hinge like I'm that we connect. We connected like three weeks ago. He's like, hey, sorry, just checking. I'm like, okay, goodbye. Why? That's cool. I, I'm, I'm bad too, though. I'd be not go check in for like a week. Me and too. I'd be like, why did I swipe? Um, okay, but I have complaints about Hinge. First and foremost, <laughs> fuck Hinge because the person they email alert me to say I'm most compatible with is never it's, accurate. It's always the person I'm least, least compatible I'm like, with. What? Who the fuck is magic? I don't want this. Um, <laughs> oh my god, look how cute my baby looks in that thing. I know. And also, you know, after you swipe, like you like people too much, it um. It will pause you for the day. Too many like Okay, that's never happened to me. How many swipes are you doing? Well, I, well I, no, you did tell me that one time. No, that's on Raya. Oh. Well, <laughs> I thought, I, well, it did occur to me. I am obviously liking, too, I'm always giving somebody a chance. Like, oh, oh no, see, I'm so, uh-uh, no. Yeah, I started to change my approach. Like, can I see myself looking at this face every day? If it's in there. <laughs> when funny. I did go check back into my compatibility 
section or whatever the fuck the person I had swiped on, I was like, wait, I swiped on this? Mm-hmm. I'm like, Hinge, are you trolling me? There's no way I swiped on this nigga. No, no. They might be trolling you. Remember that one time you actually swiped on that dude who was, he was fine. Who? He, he had dreads. Oh my God, where did he go? Remember him? Yeah, <gasps> you know I remember. You actually swiped on him. Oh, you How'd were, you get him No, back? no, no, I found the guy. What, we were talking about, I'm talking about, wait. The no, guy, yeah. Can you find him? I need to go back there. Where did he go? Why did I match with him is what I want to know. Wait, I don't think he's on my list anymore. Maybe he deleted me. Can you delete people? You can only hide them. No, well, one time this guy was like, you know my ex, and d- d- blocked me. I was like, I don't even, I have no idea who you're talking I think about. it's when you hide them. Because you can hide people, and I think once you do that, you're deleted Maybe off their shit. Maybe he found the love of his life. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, my God. I went on a weird date. I, I didn't tell you. I went on a date, and um, <laughs> frankly, I was hungry and bored. <laughs> I literally need you to write a book like When Jamila's Hungry. <laughs> a story of first dates. <laughs> it's so good. Right? Starts today. <laughs> when Jamila's Hungry, a story of first dates. It's like it's like a children's a book. First for and adults. last dates. <laughs> I fucking love it. Um nobody tries to sell my idea. <laughs> so I went on this date and this guy's like Oh, well, can we, I was, like, hungry right then. <laughs> this is how you know. It's, like, such big a bitch. I was like, uh, he's like, I was like, want to go now? He's like, okay, well, how about eight? It was, like, six. I was like, well, I'm starving. <laughs> he's like, well, I'm with my daughter. I'm like, fine, I'll wait. Um, so we're talking. Keep in mind, he's, like, 50. <laughs> he's, like, an older white guy. He's cool, though. But he's, like, also, like, seven feet tall. I was not expecting that. So, <laughs> I meet him at the sushi spot that he suggested, and there's like this little white lady sitting next to us, and I can see her like look over, like wasn't expecting this bitch to walk in, <laughs> like a five foot two black woman and a seven foot tall white man, fifty, and like I probably appear to be like 25. you probably had on your high heels, I had tiny high- shorts, yeah, no, I was wearing jeans and boots. Um, so anyway, he keeps talking, and somehow. He mentioned someone. He's like, oh, because a friend of the family dated so-and-so. And immediately I know who he's talking about. So I'm like, who? <laughs> <laughs> and he says, a person that I know and that is friends with my baby daddy. And I'm just like, I know him or whatever. But I'm like, if only this gets back to him. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, you didn't know. I mean, I didn't know. I, I mean, it was not a big deal. Okay, so anyway, jump ahead like two days. Dinner was great, fantastic. He was an excellent sushi order. Um, but, you know, whatever. Um, so he tries to hang out again. I'm tired. I'm like, I don't think it's going to happen. He's like... He says, I was like, and I have my kid or something. He was like, well, I can, you can put her to sleep and I can come over. <laughs> what? No. I just stopped responding. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, wasn't that compelled either way, but he was like, did I, was I too forward? I'm sorry. Hello? Yeah. yeah don't like, tell me what I need to do. Thank you. If I want to do that, I'll do that. But uh, I think I don't know you. You think I'm going to invite you to my house with my kid? Yeah, no. The fact that you even suggested it is yeah, absurd. No. <laughs> absurd. Okay, say it again. No, that is absurd. That is absurd. No. Jamila's first and last dates. <sighs> oh no. Ridiculous. Oh my god, I have so many. Now that you're saying it, I'm just like, so psycho I am. <laughs> A book of firsts and lasts. Um. Anyway. Yeah, so that's that's updated on me. 
Give her, I just want everyone to know there's a lot of gaps left out of this. I, <laughs> shut up. I was going to be the first to say <laughs> that vacation was like some Swiss cheese. Okay. <laughs> I'm not ready to share. I know. I'm not ready. When I'm ready to share, I will share. Four years just later. Just know it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Had a great time. That was awesome. Uh, yeah. Any other updates? Any of the current events? No. Um, I was going to say something no. absurd. You're like, you would kill me. Yeah, I'm not. I almost said like a thousand things, and then I said, No, I was going to say we should plan a New York meetup. You know what we should plan? <laughs> a fuck shit up meetup. You know, like, what is that shit? Where oh. we, like, break shit? A break room meetup. Oh, yeah, we're gonna do that. No, like, ASAP. Like, I need it. I uh, saw a coupon on the internet. See? Yeah, it's a, a sign. Yeah, no. I, I thought it was, for sure. Mm-hmm. But also the internet's listening. You think <laughs> that specifically? Yeah. yeah. Actually, I know this is not to be true, because I saw it on somebody else's phone. You saw what? On someone else's phone. No, that's it. Whoever's phone is around, and you like you talking about things. I talk about shoes. I bet you in ten minutes when I get on IG. Yeah, that's what, the specific designer yeah. you spoke of. Is anybody fighting against this? Yeah, right, no one cares. <laughs> Our no, rights are being a, infringed. In. There's a infringed setting. On. You can go to the setting and turn. Well, it I don't off. believe that. No, but they do. There. No. Oh, no, I believe it's there. I don't believe it works. Oh. Do you do you, do you ever do you ever see on your cell phone um, if you like jump out of a, uh, an app? Or something, it kind of like the recording microphone in the top left corner like lingers. Does that little weird you red see, thing? You, you see, you see. Sometimes it'll pop up at weird times. You see that it's recording. Yes, basically. yes, I've seen it pop up. at And weird I'm like, times. is this a glitch? Are you record like the recording at all I'm time? I'm trying to convince myself I don't see it. But, but you I have seen it too, know, right? Ever- I know. I don't like that shit. Um, oh, man. Halloween was fun. Halloween was fun. <coughs> oh, um, I did a family costume with baby daddy. Um, I saw it was cute. Uh, we, did so the, we did the Adams family. Luna was so good. She was so invested. She said, call me Wednesday all day. <gasps> I love her. And then when was, I was like, guess what? It's time to get dressed for Halloween. She's like, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. You know what? <laughs> oh, my God. But then she was so scared. We were trick-or-treating. She was, Irie was like Supergirl over here. Like, and I was usually the scaredy cat. And she's like, Luna, don't worry. It's okay. I've got you. I'm Wonder Woman. I'm Wonder Woman. Yeah, it was, was like, hilarious. Come with me, Mom. I'm like, who, what kind of non-scary Adams family are you? <laughs> Um, I got a couple texts. I got a text from um, somebody like, you have a boyfriend? I was like, no, I have a baby daddy that participates in Halloween and family Halloween You got some texts with questions and shit? Oh, God. I know. (laughs) It would be him. You you dedicated a text to this. Adios. Do you have a boyfriend? Sensitive yeah. Ass. He's so sensitive. And we're doing a family fucking costume. <laughs> right. Um. <sighs> so. <laughs> Wait, what were we going to talk about today? College? College. 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 So we, we asked for suggestions. We got some really good ones. It's going to take us at least six months to get through them all. Hallelujah. Um. <laughs> College. So someone asked that she's in college and she feels like she feels like she's going for her family and she doesn't know if she really wants to go. And then she then she uh, proceeded to remind us, you guys didn't finish college, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, you know our business. I forgot. Um, so. Oh, was that me? <laughs> no. Oh. 
So we were just, uh, I was revisiting my decision to go to college. But I, Erica's like, I was like, you know, the fact that we didn't, we dropped out. She's like, it wasn't even a thought. I just, it's just something I did. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was kind I, of like, it was a gradual dropout. Yeah, mine was too. Mine was like a gradual, gradual dropout. Until the point where I was like, bitch, you're not going. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's, we're just not going to waste that money this time. Because <laughs> I was barely going. I was not committing. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, I feel like it's so hard to, like, I don't know. I feel like college at, at, at 17, when I was in college, I barely even knew what, like, anything about myself, my body, anything. Like, to put, I think we put people in college and we want them to figure out what they want to do for the rest of their life. And, like, it's so much pressure. But now that I'm an adult, like, I finally feel more focused and, like, in line with my interests. So now I can be more specific about the classes I want to take. Whereas now, then it was like, you don't feel like you have a choice. You have to decide and like, this is it. So, I mean, honestly though, when I left college, it was because I had a better, I had a great, I was getting a great job opportunity that I felt like I couldn't pass up. And it was, it was like the best thing for me. Like, I'm glad that I left college. I'm definitely glad that I left. I think, I think, you have like college people and then you have non-college people. <laughs> you know, for some people, you can go to college, you can knock it out, you can finish it, you have I wasn't degree. mature enough. Me either. That's what it is. Like, like really. Like, I can barely focus as right now. <laughs> for real. I want to go back to school though. I do too. But like, then, I don't know. And I did good in high school. Like I had good grades and like college was always so important. We were talking about college when I was like 11. That's when we started to talk about college and think about future schools and right, things like that. Right, it was a huge deal. Because I went to like this really bougie, um, what's it called? Element middle school. And they were always, they were just like trying to suck anyone's money away. Like that's when they start. Those like rich white privileged people, that's when they start just deciding like, okay, I'm going to start investing in this college mm. when she's this age so they know who she is. Mm-hmm. And by the time it's time to graduate, we've already created this relationship. Right. I've been donating to this fund. Right, right. You know, nigga. Right. Um, I know Julie. Mm-hmm. And you start really mm-hmm. trying to make those connections. It's a whole, even like this elementary kindergarten shit yeah. feels like it's a lot of socializing. And no, it's like, Jesus Christ. It's really lot. It's really just very political. Um... I think about Irie too. I think like, what would she, what would I do? Am I going to encourage her to go to college? Um, part of me is like, well, obviously I'm going to encourage it. I'm not going to say just I I don't know. I think I think I'm going to encourage it. I don't I'm, I don't think I feel comfortable just being like, well, figure it out on your own. I definitely want to at least encourage it and then allow her to figure it out on her own. I always think. Because she, she might, she'll probably make the decision she wants to make anyway. You know, it's you're making the camera shake. Sorry, sorry. Um, I can't. It's crazy because in high school, yeah, I knew I didn't have a choice but to go to college. And I remember having this conversation with like one of my friends, and she's like, "I don't know if I want to go." And I was thinking, like, what a privilege. I was like, it's different for me because I'm like a black woman, and I think I have to be like that much more prepared in the work field. That was really you do. That, it's true. I had I, I felt like, and I had been, it had been drilled in me like that's what we we're going to do. There was no question if like, and I know I was going to go to a black school because both my parents went to HBCU, and really I was like I'm getting the fuck up out of here. <laughs> I was like, yep, 
first thing smoking, I'm out. And I think for that, for that, in that like manner, it was good for me because I got out on my own feet. You know, like I became independent, and I I was in a different city. And really, why I stopped going to school is because I had to start working. And um, honestly, I had been in school. It was like my was it my freshman year, second semester, freshman year, or second year, uh, second semester. And I went to go uh, apply for the dance team and I had to get transcripts. And they're like, it was April. They're like, you're not financially enrolled this semester. I was like, what do you mean? I mean, I've been going to class all semester. I live on campus. They're like, you were never fine. Your classes were dropped in February. You were not financially enrolled. There's no transcript. I was like, how did not one teacher tell me, black schools, how did not <laughs> one teacher tell me I wasn't on the, like, the roster? So I'm in shock. I go in the hallway and I call my dad and I'm like, please tell me you didn't pay my tuition and didn't tell me. And this nigga was like, let me call you right back. <laughs> oh, my, I was like, this is not happening. This is not fucking happening. So I just remember going back to my dorm and telling my homegirl, I'm like, yo, I got to get a job. And the next day we went out and literally like the first, we went to like a couple of restaurants because I had dated a girl who worked at P.F. Chang's and I knew she made a lot of money serving. I was like, I think we should try to be servers like Chris. We went to Houlihan's. They hired us on the spot. I forgot to take a jacket the day. It was real cold. We got off the train. This, I was like, the next nigga who pulls up on us, we're getting in the car. It's too cold. <laughs> I'm not saying no anymore. This crazy nigga pulled up on us. He was like, yo, get in the car. I was like, let's go. <laughs> he got in the car and shit, smoked weed. Anyway, the point is, I didn't really like have a, have a choice. I was just like, oh, okay, people are they're doing fuck shit, and I got I'm out here now, and I wasn't going home, and we got a job, and I started making money, and I started working at the W, and I was making buku dollars, and I was like, class who, what? Oh, so you weren't? Were you trying to pay your school, or you were just? Well, at that point, I was like, you, got, you guys need to figure it out. I, I knew I wasn't gonna, like, for, and that's another thing. I, looking back, like HBCUs are super expensive. And granted, I got that experience. I never took out any loans, but I have friends who took out loans and completed, but are paying it back like thirteen hundred dollars loans a month, eight hundred dollars loans mm-hmm. a month, <laughs> and I like. If you're going to finish school, I think it's best to go to community college. If you're mature enough to know what you want to do, do two years and then transfer. I think there's what I feel like that would have been a lot more, like, better for, a lot more better for me. Better for me. Um, I think moving to New York at 17 was so overwhelming for me. I was too immature to be, like, first of all, living on my own in a different city. All these, all this pressure suddenly, like, it was just, it was too much. I feel like there needs to be, like, I think there needs to be like a year between college. I don't know. It was the best time of my fucking life. Yeah, but you didn't finish. No. I just mean like, then that's what we're talking about. Like, she wants to finish college. Like, if you she's, have the she's dis- questioning if she should finish or not. If you have the, if you're halfway through, if you have the discipline to do it, if you have the, the financial means and you're there, by all means, push through. However, if- I feel like, do you, what's your, what do you want to do? Do you have any idea? What are you going to do if you're not in college? Do you have some sort of plan? Like Jamila's plan was she she did what she had to do. She worked and she paid her you paid your shit off. For me, like I got an opportunity that was like I'm going to be making more money. I'm going to be traveling. I'm going to be assisting this person. Fuck it. Don't just drop out of college to do nothing. Is what I'm saying. You know. I mean, because essentially, when I look back at it, I like I worked, I waitressed, but 
then I was like, okay, I've, I've had enough work experience to realize, I, had, I, had, I was working at a, a, at a hotel in a bar, and I saw people who had been there 15 years, 18 years, mm-hmm. now their daughter was working there. And mm-hmm. it was just a thing, mm-hmm. like years. And even when I went back, those people are still working there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized, for me, I was like, well, I'm not going to be doing this forever. Mm-hmm. I can't see that. Mm-mm. And so I came back to California, even though initially I felt like that was failing. I felt like I don't want to come back with nothing. That's how I felt. I had this emotional connection to this this degree that I didn't really have a purpose for and I came back and I was like I'm gonna but start what's your degree what were you going to school for PR public relations mm-hmm. which I guess this is very PR is You're that my phone it it's not an airplane mode it is I thought but it's very uh, is it oh that's my that's my is app. it recording it was recording can you check if and see if it still is sure because sometimes when someone calls it, like, stops it. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh, I felt like I, I like, I don't know. I had this thing. Like, I, I don't like starting stuff and not finishing it. And I don't like neither. being defeated. And I felt that's what I had done. But I came back. I, went, I told myself when I was going to learn lashes. I had a plan. I wanted to be mobile. I knew I didn't want to work for anyone. I didn't want anyone to talk to me. And that, you know, that, that created freedom to, like, really think about what I want to do. And I just had this thought the other day, which is crazy, and I was like, back, there was a time I would judge people who were, like, starving artists. Like, I know people who are, like, so dedicated to their craft. Like, I'm like, bitch, why don't you just get a job? Like, you're, <laughs> you're tripping. Like, you're on somebody's couch. But now, like, honestly, right now, I can honestly, I understand being insanely passionate about some something that you have really no desire to do anything else. And you know, like I, I could get a cocktail job. I could like I have experience doing other things, but I have to keep telling myself is that being true to my purpose. And I think we have these like dedicated ideas of what we're supposed to do in what time frame, and that's not really that doesn't always honor our true purpose. It's true. And sometimes you don't find your purpose at 17. A lot of you don't find you don't know what you want to do at 18. I mean, but Lord, I wish I I wish I did have the have the freedom to explore it because maybe I would have found that much sooner. Like, hadn't I not just thought one plus one equals two, get a degree, do this, then that, Mm -hmm. then I would have if I had the freedom to be like, okay, we'll figure it out. Like, try this, try that. What do you What are your interests in? Maybe we could have come upon this sooner, and then. Yeah, because I don't feel like education has to end. I think it's the way they frame college. It becomes this, like, this is the end-all, be-all. You've, re- you've reached, the- this is the moment. <laughs> you must were- decide. <laughs> Who are you? Done. <laughs> what will you be for the rest of your life? That's <laughs> I What happened? I don't know. How did you do that? Okay. You want to come sit here? No, I just want something quiet. Like, you there's a band-aid. band-aid. You want a band-aid? band-aid. Mm-hmm. I on. think there's one and it's we above can wash the... wash our hands and get a band-aid. Yeah, okay. I think it's above the toilet. Okay. Um, thank you. Uh, yeah, but it's like that... It's like this big defining thing that's supposed to define the rest... The trajectory of the rest of your life. Who you are, what... How you make your money, how you define yourself. Like, yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like... I, I truly feel though like you need like a year off before you go into college. There needs to be like a in between year. But that's still educational but prepares you for 
I don't, I don't even know if there's an amount of time, actually, because I feel like it's taken me to reach my 30s to feel motivated to go back to school, to feel ready. To feel and, like, I, and I'm not quite ready. And to feel like I'm, like, ready. And to feel excited about it. Right, right. You know, I'm fun. like, this will be fun. Yeah, yeah like... I don't want to overwhelm myself. And that's the thing, too. Like, I control how much I want to do. Right. Whereas in college, like, you must take, like, Minimum full schedule. Six, and I'm like, oh. Like, I'm going to take two classes. We're going to start there. And that's it. So, but I definitely, what, how, how do you feel like you, you know, what, I mean, we're, we're at the, the age now where we're starting to, well, we're starting to invest in time, money, into education for our children. And I think for me, that's why also college felt like I had to do it because my mom invested so much into my education, the schools that I went to, um, like the lengths she went to make sure we could afford them. The SAT know? prep. The yeah, S- yeah, like that I felt like I had to, you know, so and I'm kind of already starting that with Irie. I have her in a school that, you know, is more expensive than the norm, the norm school. It's not free. And now we're talking about kindergarten and they're talking about <laughs> $23,000 for kindergarten or this it's school. Cool. It's like, oh, you can go to send her to a magnet for free or you can do this. Or, this is great here and this is great there. And right. it's just so confusing. Um, and also ridiculous because I'm like, is it worth investing that much in kindergarten? <laughs> and then some people say, yeah, yeah, start now. Get used to it now. Right, and then right. other people say, oh, you can wait. But in all in all, I know that... <clears throat> I'm going to invest in her education and I'm going to encourage her to go to college. I mean, if she wants to take off a year or I don't know, like maybe I just have to like, I wouldn't be disappointed if she didn't, but I, I but I'm going to encourage her to, to continue to educate it. herself. Right. Don't just stop because that's another thing. It's like, it's like you either keep going or you're just done learning. Right. Right. And it's like, I think we can keep, going and learning it doesn't have and to be in the should. form of a university but as long as we're keeping this going while you figure it out and then maybe come back to figuring out what you want to do or getting a job do or like okay start Work a business experience. yeah start a business then we're, we're in the era of entrepreneurship yeah. so um i think that's i think that's where we're headed as a like a people but also, it, it's it's kind of scary because I have like friends who have younger cousins who are like in their tw- early twenties, and like they have like one friend that's like a makeup blogger, and they're you know, and it's like almost a disillusion to like working hard and like the reality of what successful is is where they think you could just take pretty pictures and then you're gonna make money. And I think that's also, like, that's what f- I fear about this generation. Like, they're not really understanding. Like, before, there was this pressure to be successful in school and then go to college and, like, <clears throat> actually have some backing to whatever your, tra- like, direction. But now there's, like, this misunderstood Well, you have, culture. To, have, you have to have credibility in whatever, right. whatever your career path was going to be you're a doctor you better have gone to med school like you want to be a lawyer you need to go to law school you want to be in pr you need to have gone to either marketing or pr to become an expert at that right how do you become an expert at social media right (laughs) and and, and just thinking like oh well i have x amount of followers oh i'm gonna go viral and that's not realistic i don't think no so i think it's like kind of also produces this like kind of can produce this delusional 
annoying customer service person that I seem to always fucking get when I go out. And I'm like, who trained you? What are you talking about? I'm like, I think the millennials, like, have you ever had customer service? You're a millennial, bitch. Okay, well, I'm I'm a elder millennial. (laughs) Elder millennial. Um, No. OG. OG But I know you know what I'm talking about. Have you ever had, like, a really bad customer service experience with someone who is just not equipped to do customer service because they're just young and dumb and on their phone. Yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck lets you get a job? <laughs> and I'm glad you have one, but, like, I think that's kind of the culture that's created. So that's my only thing that feels weary about, like, telling kids, don't worry about going to college because now you just have, I don't know. There's either you're, like, really smart or really dumb. It's true. <laughs> Salud. <laughs> So, did we answer her question? <laughs> I think it's just about going within and not doing anything for anyone else and actually having a plan. <clears throat> yeah. um, I definitely think if you have a notion of what you want to do and you think it could be successful, then go that route because you don't want to waste time doing things that are not really... I, th- I think you need to ask yourself a few questions. Like, why, why is it that you don't want to go to school? Is it because you want to focus on something else? Um, do you maybe are your interests different? Do you want to take a year off to travel and explore? Can you, you know, can you afford to do that? Like, you know, all these. Can things. you maybe go to school and study abroad and do that? Can you pick up a trade that will facilitate, you know, you figuring out Revenue? what you want to do? Yeah. Um, I think yeah. Be, be smart about it. Don't be brash, because honestly, college isn't going anywhere. You can always go back to school. Babe, excuse me. Okay. My daughter's crawling across the table and the camera. If you want to check out Irie, make sure to join our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com. Search goodmomsbadchoices.com to watch this full episode. Also, sign up for our newsletters. <laughs> Exclusive drops in the newsletter. Drops, drops, drops. <laughs> we have been killing it on the newsletters. We've been sending a, well, not we, Jamila has been sending a lot of newsletters. She's on it. She's on fire. Fire. Um, I think maybe you'll even include like a, a more detailed um, 32 in our dear diary, diary of a good mom. Is that my homework? Are you giving me homework yep. right now? Great. Okay. She hates when I tell her she has to commit to things that I said on the podcast. Okay. I know. You always do this out loud. And then I'm like, God, now everyone's waiting for it. <laughs> Like our exclusive merch. Time for Horries. Horror stories. Oh, do you have a do you have a horror you'd like Not, to share? No. Are you sure? Yes. Are you positive? I'm good. Oh, I'm shy. Are you shy? You can't be shy on good moms. I mean, you know. Are you over there eating my baby's candy? Uh huh. I asked for it. She said I can have some. Okay. Yes, baby. Okay, I can't. I'm almost I can done. Five it. minutes. Cinco minutos. More. <laughs> okay, I forgot what it's about. Is it good? I think it's good. Okay, go ahead. I think. Okay. Okay. So me and my new current boyfriend of three years first started talking initially as we knew. Oh, now I remember. As initially as we knew some of the same people and he'd always try to slide in the DMs. Wait, he what? 
So me and my now current. Oh, they knew. Okay, they knew. Okay, they knew someone. They had mutual friends. Okay, got it. Got he it. was sliding in the DMs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He isn't my usual type. White. Laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd always send music back and forth, and his music history knowledge of every genre is fire, which is huge to me. So I agreed to meet him one day. I feel that. <laughs> me too. Um, so I agreed to meet him one day when I was at the beach, and he was nearby. He smoked a few joints together, and he was honestly one of the funniest, non-judgmental, very important later, um, most open-minded and kindest people I'd ever met. So I was open to uh, us going on a proper date, which he kept suggesting throughout. Plus, he was a really cool style and a super confident. <laughs> very important. <laughs> so anyway, the day of the first proper date rolls around, and we meet at this pub bar over the water on an early summer evening, and it was lovely. For some reason, when I drink sometimes, I can't get on a level, so I either can't get drunk or the same amount of drinks sends me under, um, and I'm blackout drunk. So either she can't get drunk or she's blackout drunk. Okay. It's weird, though, because my blackout drunk doesn't always seem it, and my friends don't always pick up on it at first. Also, I could be really wild, which is obviously heightened by drinking. <laughs> I, think suge- I think I suggest shots, and I'm drinking a lot. So when it comes to the time the place is shutting around 1 a.m., I suggest he comes back to mine. I was temporarily living at my parents' and where, uh, where my old-school Jamaican grandma also lives. Mm, okay. Also, he was really not sure and questioning my home situation, but I was very dismissive. And like, Wait, he was questioning it? Yeah, like, why are we going to your house? Like, any nigga should be. I was very dismissive and like, it's fine, come on. So he, ca- he cautiously calls a cab, which we get into, and then suddenly I cannot remember my address at all or where I live, and we're both blackout drunk at this point. So we drive around for ages. I totally confused, I, I'm totally confused, but the night had been amazing, so we're all over each other. I have no idea how, but we finally reach mine and go in the back way to the kitchen where my grandma likes to vibe with a little drink and watch most TV most evenings. She's super extrovert, and my, parents ho- and my parents' house is a bit of a party house, as it's quite big, with me and my younger bro historically always bringing friends back after a night out. <laughs> my family, um, my fam are all super fun and chill, but my grandma's pretty suspicious, <laughs> but polite about me and this guy. Quizzing us, but I'm playing it down a lot in my drunken dumbness, thinking I'm slick. Anyway, my now partner is silently like, what the fuck? <laughs> As I'd not really warned him, but I kept whispering and that's, that it's cool. And after chatting with grandma for a while, we sneak upstairs to go chill as my friend needs to stay. I'm 26 at this point. <laughs> These little gems. Partner. 26. Anyway, I charge upstairs and start blaring out reggae, to which my stepdad, who has no idea what's happening, shouts to turn the fuck off. This super guy's mortified at this point, but as cool as I thought I was, I reassure him that it's fine, turn the music down a bit, and literally take off all my clothes. Now, as a personal assurance, I didn't shave before this date. And not being in a relationship for about a year, and also with it being the first few warm weeks of, of the year, it was wild down there. Another thing, I was... I saw no need to shave as I was heavily like day one on my period. So sex wasn't even on, the, on my mind for this date. Listen, I'm all for period sex, but the way I just sprung myself and my wild bush on my period on this guy with no warning was just a lot. <laughs> he was down, obviously, but after a few strokes, he's like, what the fuck? There's blood everywhere. And I'm just like, shh, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> Have you... <laughs> Have you never been with a real woman before? Oh, God. <laughs> Have you ever been? <laughs> she oh said, my God. 
<laughs> Laugh out loud, girl. What sounds the, like my type of bitch. She said, what the fuck? I know. I really think I'm some natural Earth Erica Badu empress that night. Mm-hmm. My attitude was like, you are lucky to be with this real woman who happens to be on her period. Bitch. Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's pretty caught off guard, but I guess respects what I'm saying. And we continue to have sex and eventually fall asleep. The next, oh, God. The, the, Murder scene. Yes. <laughs> the next day, he wakes up late for work, as do I, and I can only vaguely remember snippets of the night, each part absolutely crippling me to think about and not really wanting to know or think about my rampage. He's really sweet and cool and calls a cab but promises to call me later. The way the shame was playing out in my head, I was just thinking this all needs to be put to the back of my mind and never brought up again. <laughs> Annoying that it's with someone that I gel with. What so, was the shame? The, the the blood? I guess just everything. I gel with so perfectly, but I genuinely can't face this when I'd been so cool and together around him all the way up to that point. But of course, I had my whole family to face up to who had been waiting for me the next day. She was probably loud. I know. The way I had to apologize and play it all down, I wanted to die. I ignored his text too, all day. But he just found it hilarious and cute and persisted with me till I stopped being proud and texted him back. And now here we are. For so long, though, he was not allowed to bring that night up. I forgot to mention, when we wake up naive to the whole night, there is blood everywhere. Everywhere. As though there's been a massacre. As if waking up naked in bed together after a first date, trying to be polite and piece together a night you know you were wild as you were wild at isn't already awkward enough in a normal situation. I just had to get out. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> wow, that was a mouthful, no? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Basically, it's like my lipstick story, but period blood everywhere. <laughs> and with your grandma, little brother, and stepdad. Oh, God, enough. actually, that's yeah, ten times worse. But but her parents probably are used to that shit. Right, true. Um, I don't want to, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to hear Irie have sex. I'm cool. I'm cool. I would, I would be mortified. Yeah, no. Don't bring your niggas back to the house. I'm cool. You better be. Go get your own house. That's how it was like. Go get your own house. I don't like. I don't care for what you do. Just don't do it here. (laughs) Unless we're on a family vacation and they have no other choice. I mean, just keep it. Keep it cute. Keep it cute. (laughs) Just keep it cute. Keep it cute. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, All right. Well. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Catch you next week. Follow us on Instagram, goodmoms underscore bad choices. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter and check out our week- monthly events at goodmomsbadchoices.com. You can watch this full episode at Patreon. You know you want to watch us. Talk our shit, not just listen to us. Smoke, smoke one with us. <laughs> smoke one with us. Um, is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Catch you later. Bye. Bye. Snoop Dogg clothing. That's what I'm groomed in. You got my pictures on the wall in your room, man. Girls be complaining. You keep me booming. But girls like that want to listen to Pat Boone. Use a college girl, but that'll stop you from doing. Come and see the dog in the hood near you. And you don't ask why I roll with a crew. And twist up my fingers and wear dark blue. And on the east side, that's the crew I choose. Nothing I do is new to you. I smack up the world if they rude to you. Cause baby girl, you're so beautiful.